You are listening to The Entrepreneur Sip, a podcast for everyday women entrepreneurs who are looking for inspiring conversation and the best kept marketing tips. Pour yourself a delicious cup of coffee and get ready to embrace new possibilities in life and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Caitlin Ortega. Let's get into today's chat. Hey guys, so glad that you're here. Today I'm joined by social media consultant, Tani Lopez. She has almost 10 years of experience working in the social media space. And today she'll be talking on her experience and offering up some tips to start a business women. Tani, thanks so much for being with me on the podcast today. Yeah, thank you. I'm really excited for this and I'm honored to be the first one. I know, it's so awesome. So can you tell us a little bit about your background and some fun facts about yourself? Yeah. So I had some fun like writing this down and looking back because I do want to start off with how I got inspired to do what I do today. And I know some people like they usually don't start off from a young age, but I actually started since I was 17 years old. Like I knew that I really wanted to be in uh public relations or like entertainment. So I used to watch that show Melrose Place with Katie Cassidy in it. Do you remember that? It was like no. Yeah, it was um I forget which channel, but it was like a newer version of like an old one. It was like a reboot. And uh, she was a publicist at this like agency. And I was like, this sounds so cool. Like I want to do something like that. And her life looked cool. So that's when I knew I was like, okay, how am I going to get there? And I grew up in Ohio. So as you know, it's not very uh, entertainment driven here. So I was like, where am I going to go? Am I going to go to LA? I don't know anyone there. So I knew from the minute I went to school that I was going to start studying marketing, PR, communications. And as soon as I graduated, I went to New York within two weeks of graduating. And that's where I got my first job. And then from there is when I, you know, put my feet in working uh, in communications and working with these Fortune 500 companies, which you may have already mentioned with the audience, like Nike, Nobu, uh, Kenneth Cole, or even L'Oreal. So I, I'm really grateful for those experiences, and that's what led me to this. <laughs> that's incredible. I feel like you're living the dream uh, position where you graduate from college and you go directly to the big city, the big apple in this case. Like, that's insane. That's amazing. <laughs> I will add that I do want to add that uh, when I graduated and I had two weeks to move, I only had like $200 in my bank account. Mm. So it may like sound like that, but I don't want anyone to think like, oh, like I had everything planned out. I was actually living with a friend at the time and I was, I was living on their couch. And when she wasn't home, I was like sleeping in her bed. Like she was just so nice for me to do that. And I was like, I, did, I went there with the dream just like many people do. Um, so I'm grateful that like where it's led me today, mm-hmm. but I never thought that I would actually become an entrepreneur uh, like this early on so so yeah so how many years have you been an entrepreneur and are you doing this full-time yeah full-time I've been an entrepreneur for over a year a year and a half or almost two years I want to say now time is flying Uh, but I had it I had been building it as a side hustle for four years when I was working full-time so I just I never took that leap I was afraid to Mm -hmm. until you know, I, at that one moment, like two years ago. Oh, that's really awesome. And it's so interesting that you said, you know, you got your start with your degree in PR and marketing and communication. I also got my degree in communication from A&M mm-hmm. and I feel like it's such a versatile degree, but it really does equip us, equip us with tools that we need in marketing. 
I know that the TV show really inspired you and it got you kind of interested in the, you know, the social media consultancy space. And I guess like what specifically got you started in freelancing about two years ago? Yeah. So obviously freedom, right? That's why a lot of people Mm -hmm. get into freelancing because they just want a schedule that they can more like control. And that's what I really wanted. I'm not the type of person to be able to sit in one place and like do a routine type of work every single day. I just felt myself, I'd like to talk. I mean, like that's also why I studied this and I, I love connecting with other people. So I was always that type of person in my jobs where I'd be like, I need a coffee break. Let me go see who wants to go on a walk with me. <laughs> and, right. So that's part of the reason what, you know, why I wanted to get into freelancing. And I also wanted to expand my knowledge. Like I really, that's why I also had a side hustle at the time. Cause I was like, even though I am delivering results for this, uh, Fortune 500 company, I still want to be able to learn more on like what's happening out there with other brands. I want to also help uh, our local businesses who need my help and and share that knowledge that I'm gaining here. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but how I got into social media consultancy space is, yeah, I started working events early on in my career and that's when social media was just starting. I don't even think we had IG stories yet. And it was my job to document what was happening there and storytell it so as if our audience was also there with us. So that's turned into TikTok today, right? So that's what got me into wanting to take all of that knowledge and expertise I was gaining. And then now today, sharing it with my clients through coaching and consulting. And I've been really lucky to work with probably like over 20 or more diverse brands. It's not like just hospitality. It's like hospitality, wellness, uh, health. It's so different now. Yeah, I love it. That's so great. I love that you felt this passion to help uh, smaller businesses because it's not always about helping larger companies, but also wanting to dive into, you know, some different industries. And the small business community is a really, you know, robust business community. So, I mean, I've really enjoyed helping local businesses too. So I think that's really great. And anytime I hear from a creative that they are wanting to expand their skill set and learn more, that's always a plus because that's when you know you're really dedicated to what you're doing and you're really passionate about it. Um, what would you th- what would you say is the most valuable part of your job? I get to work with diverse people, even brands. So the most valuable part is I really do come across a lot of inspiring business owners. And what I mean by that is uh, they usually are helping other people enhance their lives for the better, whether it's the product that they provide or whether it's a service that they provide. There's always like a really great story behind what they do. It's not like they're just selling shoes and they just want to make millions. It's more of like, no, how did they start and why are they so passionate about what they do? And how are they helping others with that craft, that God-given gift that they were they have? So that's what's really valuable about what I do and, and the people I get to work with. You're really digging deep into understanding yeah. their why and their the nature of their brand, for sure. I mean, that's what I do with clients also is really digging into, okay, well, why are you creating your business? Who are you selling to? And what's the purpose of your product? 
you know, what greater purpose is it serving? Because I think when you can really dig into those those values, that's where the magic really comes out. That's where it happens. Yeah. And sometimes we don't see that. We need someone else there to like kind of unpeel the onion. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> exactly. Do you think that um, with social media and all of these edutainment, you know, type mm-hmm. of videos where it's like educational but also entertaining, do you think that more business owners are becoming aware of the need to really dig deep? Or is that something that you have to explain to people on a regular basis? Yeah, that's actually a really good question because I do come across some people who are kind of blind to what is going on in social Mm -hmm. media and it does take some explaining to do but for the most part people know that there's a great potential to reach a broader audience on here I mean I hate to say this but like I I saw this uh, reel the other day and someone was like there's people out here making a lot of money and they may not have the experience that you have you should be like sharing the knowledge that you have and be proud that you, you you have years of experience or maybe you're like a master at your craft. So that's where I uh, really like encourage my clients to like show up on the camera. I know you have that God-given gift in you. So like share it because there's people out there who are making a lot of money and, and sometimes they don't know it as well as you do. <laughs> you're so right about that. And I've seen a lot of funny memes where it's like, oh, you know, I'm making X amount of dollars in my corporate day job, but oh, this person just made $20 million on YouTube making pancakes, you know? So, but yeah, I think it's, you're right about reaching a broader audience and really targeting people. Um, But more so like finding your community of people and being authentic so that people are actually interested to know more about you and, you know, be more involved with your brand. Um, do you think that businesses should be like all businesses should be following the latest trends? Uh, yeah, I think we should definitely be updated with what's going on. Of course, that's my responsibility for my clients to make sure like I'm giving them the most up to date information and also letting them know, Hey, this is a new update that just dropped or released. Let's see how you can fit into that. Um, but it's really important because what may have worked last year may not work today. And we really need to understand that, uh, it's changing as we saw, right. Instagram. I mean, in a couple of months, whoever's listening to this, we may already be getting paid for our content we're posting on Instagram with the subscriptions feature that they are dropping or, you know, they're hoping to drop Mm -hmm. in the future. So it's like, it's evolving and we really have to keep up with it. And I also want to go back to what you said about, it's not only just reaching a broader audience, but also nurturing and fostering your community. If you already have clients, how amazing would it be to have your like a strong social presence where they are also supporting you on there and then other people see that? That's how you attract more of your right, people. Right, right, right. You're, you're so right about that. I think word of mouth, it's such a strong thing. And it brings me a lot of joy when I see my clients, you know, promoting my business or leaving me a great review or a great testimonial. And, you know, I think that that is a really strong part. Um, For me personally, like with my brand on Instagram, I think sometimes it's hard because like with me, I feel like I'm always wanting to keep up with Instagram reels and trends and maybe the nurturing aspect 
like I could be better at. And I'm sure a lot of business owners could be better at doing that. So how would you say or like what would be the best way to nurture, I guess, your clients or your audience on Instagram? Yeah. Well, yeah. The one thing I love to share to remind my clients is to create content for your community that you already have. So whether it's your current clients, perhaps previous clients of yours, or even um, like someone who may be in your DM, just like asking a, a very uh, popular question that always comes up, create some content out of that. Um, and that's how you're going to nurture them because they're going to see that and they're going to be like, yes, we were just talking about that on our call or you were just helping me out with that. Thanks for like reminding me of that kind of thing. That's a great way to nurture them. And then also, um, I mean, IG stories is a great way because if you're interacting with them on a consistent basis, then they're going to see your IG story. So just make sure you're, you're nurturing the community you already have and, and don't focus on like chasing. And this is for everyone. Like, I mean, I know sometimes we get caught up with like, I, I need new clients. I need more followers. You're not going to grow that way if you have that mindset. You have to serve the people you already have, right? That is so true. That is so, so true. Yeah. Wow. Um, even I Good mean, advice. Really, really, yeah, <laughs> we good. haven't even gotten into the tips <laughs> part yet of this, you know, oh, chat. But man, you're just bringing so much good value. I love yeah, it. I just wanted to add that, like, <laughs> yeah, like if you're in a room, some people complain about having 100 followers, but if you're in a room with 100 people, that's a lot of people to serve, right? So yeah, absolutely, it really is. And I remember, you know, I had a, a social media manager that I hired um, towards the end of 2021, and then beginning of this year, and. Um, I remember like prior to starting with her, I was looking for, I guess, somebody who, who could also bring advice to me um, and say, this is the strategy you should be you know, implementing on, on social media and these are your set, your hashtag, you know, hashtags that are gonna be best implemented and I was hoping she would bring maybe some strategy. Um, but I think it was more of appearance with this particular social media manager. And, you know, even when I was asking about reels and like if I should do edutainment reels or if I should keep them a little bit more refined and like keep myself out of the frame, um, I was surprised to hear that, you know, maybe the more refined would be better for my page, you know? But, and then you and I were talking about this and it just made it, it made it seem like maybe it would be the less professional of the two but when you said that really nurturing your audience and really be, being more human behind the camera is actually a good look for business and it is professional yeah yeah because they're working with you especially with what you do they have to be open to being vulnerable with you right because they have to share more about like their why why they started who they are right so it's true. And I also want to add, like, because I know you mentioned how you had a social media manager for anyone listening, like, this is why it's important to know the difference between manager and consultant, because a manager is more of like the done for you service, right? I don't expect them to do strategy. Of course, if they got experience, then like, that's great. But just for anyone hearing, like, if you can can post, if you can create, then that's why you may 
uh, benefit more from working with a consultant or a coach. Um, a social media manager sometimes they're so busy like creating or sorry like posting, um, not so much strategy, and that's why there's so many different roles in social media marketing today. Like there's so many different ones. We have so many professionals who hire social media consultants and social media professionals because they're experiencing burnout and they can't do it themselves. Yeah. So how, as a social media consultant yourself, do you not experience burnout or how do you handle it if you do? Well, that's also why I went into this because mm -hmm. I did experience a lot of burnout being a manager. I was actually like very underpaid, I'll be honest. And I was managing like three brands at once. It was a lot of work because on top of being a manager, I was, I, I had um, people depending on me to be a photographer, to creating the content, to being a community manager and managing any uh, reviews we were getting uh, from all, any, any type of um, website we were on, even social media. So that's the type of burnout that I experienced. And I was trying to like keep my head above water um, and then I was like, there has to be something else that I could do that like, and get paid for it and, and live off of it, but like helping other people instead of just doing the, the work, you know? So that's how I got into consulting. And my advice for anyone out there who's a social media manager, like, please make sure you're getting paid for what you're doing <laughs> because you are the eyes, ears, and voice of the brand. You are a very important, like ROI for that company you may be working for and i'm saying company because you know they have a budget they could oh, yeah. pay mm -hmm. so ask for your worth because you are bringing in millions of dollars just you know managing their social media presence it's the future and yeah just just recognize that yeah that is so true that's very very true um can you tell us any stories about some successful client accounts <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually going to shout her out because this happened last week. Her name is Leah, Leah Landa Verde. Uh, you can probably find her on my page, but she is a wealth coach and she is doing the work when it comes to finance. Like she's actually like taking courses. Uh, she went to school for it. She's worked at a great firm. So she knows what she's talking about. She's like, you know, working to be like licensed and certified too. And with her, she started from scratch last January, 2021. Right now it's January, 2022. And she went from 1K followers on Instagram to almost 10K. She's at 9,000. Wow. Yeah. But this didn't happen like overnight. She's actually been very consistent throughout the year. She didn't hire a manager, social media manager. She did it herself. She was building her business by herself. And and she took a lot of my advice. We worked together for this past year. Like she, we would always have um, things that, that were coming up. And I know halfway through the year, we were like, all right, something's not working. So let's revamp your page and adjust your strategy. And that's what we did. And content creation was easier for her. Coming up with ideas was easier for her. And social media didn't feel as like draining as it did towards the beginning. And ever since she did that, she came, she was showing up confidently and all, all, all that, sorry, what happened was on TikTok, she showed up coming out of the gym, was wearing sweats, all sweaty, 
and was talking about an honest story that happened with her and her family that a lot of her community was able to relate with. And that video is what got her viral. And she went viral twice in one week. And that's what got her like 9,000. Wow. I have actually heard so many stories about like, hey, if you have something important to say, it doesn't matter where you are or how you look, get behind the camera and say it because more than likely videos like that are what will resonate with people. It, yeah, it did. And she was getting comments like, I want to know like how you can help me build wealth for my family because she does support the underserved communities. And it was just amazing, like the, the responses that she was getting. And, and the great part is that her page was optimized and her funnels were in place so that when she got to that moment, she wasn't rushing to like get an offer together. Like she had a free guide. She had her clarity, her calls like in place and she was booked like. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah that is an amazing client story. And yep, getting your funnel set up is really important. Making yeah. sure your processes are organized. And yeah, that's that's a really inspiring story. I love it. And it sounds to me more like, you know, the consultancy aspect of what you do is way more valuable than maybe what um, a social media manager does because they're focused more on graphics and how things look, you know, how things are appearing. Right. Um, and of course, there is, there is value in that. But I think that actually having a strategy in place is probably a little more valuable. Would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. And I've even had clients of mine, like, for example, Leah, like when she gets to a point where she's able to hire one, of course, like pay them, paying them fairly, she can do that. And she can also delegate to them. And also she knows her strategy. So it's all it takes is to let them know this is how I want my content. This is my content idea. And then they'll do it to her standard. So that's why working together is a great way for you to have your plan in place. If in the future you get to a place where you're like, I can invest in a social media manager. I have enough money to do it. You know what they're doing and you know, they're not going to like jip. You yeah. Like, you, know, <laughs> kind of like, you know, like what they're supposed yeah. to be doing. I love that. Yeah. Um, as a social media consultant, do you focus more on strategy or do you also like to implement graphic design too? Yeah, well, I love graphic design too. I, like I said, I, I think I said it, I was a photographer. I still am. So I do have a really good eye on what you're posting and how to make it look a certain way on your page and also more like you. So that's why like, I love your page too. It's very like, like aesthetically pleasing, of <laughs> Thank course. Thank you. So is yours. I, I love, love your that. colors, the maroon and white. And all of your your creams, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, content creation, a lot of mindset too. I've been seeing a lot with my clients is they're uh, afraid to show up or scared to show up on social. Um, And then, of course, strategy. We identify what's working, what's not, how can we, you know, adjust it so that we can also meet our business goals because everyone has a different business goal. So those are are, uh, different ways that we could work together. Okay, that's awesome. So now that we've gone over, you know, your successful client story, uh, what would you say are some practical tips for somebody who is starting a business for the very first time? Yeah. So to find your communities, uh, there are people out there who will support you, who will see your vision, your values, and who will respect what you have to offer within your business. So don't be afraid to immerse yourself. There's a lot of 
communities out there to help get you started, whether you're like, you're hosting your first workshop, I'm sure they're going to show up for you and tell another person, word of mouth kind of thing. So that's how I started too. Uh, I was uh, involved with this community that had a lot of freelancers, business owners, entrepreneurs, um, and they hosted a workshop and invited me to speak at it. And that's how um, I was able to get more of my name out there. So definitely, definitely like stay close with people that you know and like build relationships don't be afraid to connect yeah having no fear it's a big part of business isn't it yeah and just like we're doing right here i know i think um like any type of speaking engagement or like interview i think it can get to people but that's a part of being a business owner is you know stepping out of your comfort zone um but also like you said it's finding the right people that you're going to feel comfortable with. So it's kind of like how I imagine it is like when I'm on stories or if I'm going live, I do like to pretend like I'm just talking to a friend uh, because it just kind of like eases the nerves. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. exactly. And you're speaking to another human. That's what I remind people. Like you're speaking to another human out there who could be your client, who could be your supporter. So just, Think of that and not speaking to like a little lens or something like. <laughs> I love that. Well, that's, those are some great practical tips. And what is one tip that you have for maybe a social media manager who is thinking about becoming a consultant? Yeah, well, what I would say is if you are trying to leave like the manager side behind, I would start offering those services and asking them, okay, like I've been your manager, would you be interested in consulting if they wanted to uh, run their social media themselves? And then you were just there to consult them. And you could also remind them, it's usually a a smaller budget, like a lower budget than a manager. And that's what I remind uh, people. It's like working with me is not a long-term investment. It's actually like a shorter term and you take the knowledge I give you for life like everything that we talk about everything that you experience like you take that with you that's how valuable it is um so that's my advice that i would give them is try to see if you could retain that relationship and then do that um but also see if other people are open to one-to-one consultations and then you could just you know practice on how to be a consultant kind of thing um I want to leave everyone with this quote that my uncle, he's actually a very successful business owner in Honduras. Honduras. Honduras, yeah. And (laughs) yeah, and I was just there a couple of months ago and I was just like picking his brain. I'm like, how do you do it? Like, how do you manage all these businesses? And he told me, he was like, Tani, in the negocio, no hay que tener pena, which means in your business, you can't be scared you can't be shy you've got to go for it if someone is like messaging you or even like engaging with your content reach out and see if maybe there's someone who wants to work with you but of course make it authentic but don't be shy to introduce yourself or face failure because that's how you learn great advice that you've now shared with all of our listeners thanks so much tani for being on the entrepreneurship I know that our listeners are tuning in and soaking it all in. So we really appreciate you, Tani. You can connect with Tani on Instagram at TaniXLopez or visit her website at TaniXLopez.com. 
Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of The Entrepreneurship. Visit the show notes to review or support this podcast. And if you're looking for free resources like my brand launch checklist, then you can visit my studio's website at abovedesign.studio. See you next time. Thank you.